Hello and welcome to episode 667 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Friday, September 29th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Friday prayer to the most blessed Virgin Mary to obtain love towards her and Jesus Christ by the great saint and doctor of the church, Alphonsus Liguri. O Mary, I already know that thou art the most noble, the most sublime, the most pure, the most beautiful, the most benign, the most holy, in a word, the most amiable of all creatures. O that all knew thee, my lady, and loved thee as thou dost merit. But I am consoled when I remember that in heaven and on earth there are so many happy souls who live enamored of thy goodness and beauty. Above all, I rejoice that God himself loves thee alone more than he loves all men and angels together. My most amiable queen, I, a miserable sinner, love thee also, but I love thee too little. I desire a greater and more tender love towards thee, and this thou must obtain for me, since to love thee is a great mark of predestination, and a grace which God only grants to those whom he will save. I see also, my mother, that I am indeed under great obligations to thy son. I see that he merits infinite love. Thou, who desirest nothing else but to see him loved, hast to obtain me this grace above all others. Obtain me great love for Jesus Christ. Thou obtainest all that thou willest from God. Ah, then be graciously pleased to obtain me the grace to be so united to the divine will that I may never more be separated from it. I do not ask of thee earthly goods, honors, or riches. I ask thee for that which thy heart desires most for me. I wish to love my God. Is it possible that thou refusest to second this my desire which is so pleasing to thee? Ah, no, thou already helpest me. Already thou prayest for me. Pray, pray, and cease not to pray until thou seest me safe in heaven, beyond the possibility of evermore losing my Lord, and certain to love him forever, together with thee, my dearest mother. Today, friends, we are going to check out an entry from fisheaters.com, the wonderful traditional Catholic website. And it is the feast of St. Michael the Archangel, also known as Michaelmas. And the author begins by saying, there are seven archangels in all, but only the three mentioned in sacred scripture are commemorated liturgically. St. Gabriel's feast is on 24 March, and St. Raphael's feast is on 24 October. The guardian angels are remembered on 2 October. The other archangels, whose names we know from the non-canonical Book of Enoch, are Uriel, Raguel, Sariel, and Jeremiel. Today, though, we honor St. Michael the Archangel, whose very name in Hebrew means, who is like God, quios ut deus in Latin. St. Michael is described in the Golden Legend, written in A.D. 1275, by Jacobus de Varane, Archbishop of Genoa, thus, For like as Daniel witnesseth, he shall arise and address in the time of Antichrist against him and shall stand as a defender and keeper for them that be chosen. He also fought with the dragon and his angels and casting them out of heaven had a great victory. He also had a great plea and altercation with the devil for the body of Moses because he would not show it for the children of Israel should have adored and worshiped it. He received the souls of saints 
and brought them into the paradise of exaltation and joy. He was prince of the synagogue of the Jews, but now he is established of our Lord, prince of the church of Jesu Christ. And it is said, he made the plagues of Egypt, he departed and divided the Red Sea, he led the people of Israel by the desert and set them in the land of Promission. He is had among the company of holy angels as banner, and bearing the sign of our Lord, he shall slay by the commandment of God, right puissantly, Antichrist that shall be in the Mount of Olivet. And dead men shall arise at the voice of the same archangel, and he shall show at the day of judgment the cross, the spear, the nails, and the crown of thorns of Jesu Christ. Expounding on St. Michael's final victory over the Antichrist, the golden legend continues. The fourth victory is that the archangel Michael shall have of Antichrist when he shall slay him. Then Michael, the great prince, shall arise. As it is said in Daniel 12, he shall arise for them that be chosen as a helper and a protector and shall strongly stand against Antichrist. And after, as the gloss saith, Antichrist shall feign him to be dead and shall hide him three days. And after he shall appear, saying that he is risen from death to life, and the devil shall bear him by art magic and shall mount up into the air, and all the people shall marvel and worship him. And at the last, he shall mount up on the Mount of Olivet, and when he shall be in a pavilion, in his siege or seat, entered into that place where our Lord ascended, Michael shall come and shall slay him, of which victory is understood. After St. Gregory, that which is said in the Apocalypse, the battle is made in heaven. This word of the, of the battle in heaven is expounded of the battle that he had with Lucifer, when he expulsed him out of heaven, and of the battle that he had with the devils that torment us. St. Michael is our warrior against the evil one, and he is the one we call on in times of temptation, especially with our prayer to St. Michael, a prayer every Catholic, even the youngest, should commit to memory. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle, be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the other evil, evil spirits who wander throughout the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. This great champion of Israel has made many important appearances throughout the years. In 590, during the reign of Pope Gregory, a great pestilence swept through Rome. During a procession and litanies led by the Holy Father there, St. Michael appeared over the Castel Sant'Angelo, a building which was formerly Hadrian's tomb, but which was converted to papal use, connected to the Vatican by a long tunnel. A statue of St. Michael sits atop the building today. Mount St. Michael was built to St. Michael's honor off the coast of Normandy, France, because our warrior saint is said to have appeared there in 708 to St. Aubert, Bishop of Avram. Another important place Sacred to St. Michael is the sanctuary of Monte Sant'Angelo on Monte Gargano in the commune of Monte Sant'Angelo in Puglia, Italy. This basilica is at the site of a cave near which St. Michael appeared several times to the bishop of Sepontum in 490. Michael told the bishop that the cave should be consecrated and that in return the nearby town of Sepontum would be saved from pagan invaders. When the pagans came, St. Michael appeared on top of a mountain near the cave, brandishing a flaming sword. 
and the people of the town were victorious. Pope Galatius I, who held the Petrine office from 492 to 496, built the basilica there, and the cave itself is a place of healing and pilgrimage. St. Michael also, along with Saints Margaret and Catherine, appeared to St. Joan of Arc, who died in 1431 when she was 13 years old, encouraging her to assist the future Charles VII in defeating the English. She later told her judges, I saw them with these very eyes as well as I see you. St. Michael is patron of knights, policemen, soldiers, paramedics, ambulance drivers, etc., and also danger at sea, for the sick and of a holy death. He is usually depicted in art carrying a sword and or shield battling Satan, and the old prayer to St. Michael is one of a handful of prayers that all Catholics should have memorized, used it when in fear, when tempted or threatened, when seeing evil, etc. Customs. Some may prepare for Michael Moss by praying a novena to St. Michael beginning on 20 September and ending on the eve of his feast, the 28th. Some may have been making St. Michael's Lent from the Feast of the Assumption to now an imitation of St. Francis, which culminates in an act of consecration to St. Michael the Archangel today. As to the prayer for the day, the litany of St. Michael the Archangel for private use only or chaplet in his honor would be perfect as would this glorious prayer from the 1910 Rakolta. O Jesu, life spring of the soul, the Father's power and glory bright, thee with the angels we extol, from thee they draw their life and light. Thy thousand, thousand hosts are spread, embattled o'er the azure sky. But Michael bears the standard dread and lifts the mighty cross on high. He and that sign the rebel powers did with their dragon prince expel and hurled them from the heaven's high towers down like a thunderbolt to hell. Grant us with Michael still, O Lord, against the prince of pride to fight. So may a crown be our reward before the Lamb's pure throne of light. To God the Father and the Son, who rose from death all glory be, with thee, O blessed Paraclete, henceforth through all eternity. Amen. Antiphon, most glorious prince, Michael the archangel, be mindful of us. Pray for us always, both here and everywhere, to the Son of God. In the sight of the angels, I will sing psalms to thee, O Lord. I will adore at thy holy temple and will confess to thy name. Let us pray. O God, who disposes the services of angels and men in a wonderful order, mercifully grant that those who ever stand before thee ministering to thee in heaven May themselves also protect our life here upon earth through Christ our Lord. Amen. At this time of the year, at this time of the year, the aster blooms, and it has become known as the Michaelmas daisy. The Michaelmas daisy comes in many colors, from white to pink to purple. An old verse goes: "The Michaelmas daisies, among dead weeds, bloom for Saint Michael's valorous deeds." and seems the last of flowers that stood till the Feast of St. Simon and St. Jude. The Feast of St. Simon and Jude is 28 October, and old custom surrounds Michaelmas daisies. One plucks off the petals one by one thus, pull a petal while saying, she loves me, then pull off the next while saying, she loves me not. Repeat until all petals are gone. The words one intones while pulling off the last petal lets one know if one's love is requited. 
And it also gets into some customs in terms of various foods to eat. And there's a reading from Dom Prosper Granger if you would like to head over to fisheaters.com and check that out. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us, a truly powerful intercessor for us before the throne of Almighty God. Let us conclude, my friends, by mentioning Helping Autism through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. Also, please tune into episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, where we discuss RPM, which is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. You can imagine how frustrated you would be if you were unable to communicate how depressed you would be, how angry you would be. This is the state that so many non-speakers find themselves in until they break through to open communication. Communication is a human right, but you can't use a tool unless you know about it. So we need to spread the word far and wide. Before my niece was eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now we know that she's a comprehensive genius, and I don't use that phrase lightly. She composes music. She's skilled in mathematics. She's a wonderful poet. She knows foreign languages. We would have known none of that were it not for RPM. So please get the word out there because communication is a human right. Thank you so much for listening to the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Goodbye, and God love you.